Is my mic okay? Yeah? Okay. Is my mic okay? Yes, I think so. Do I look fat? <laughs> this is gonna be, oh, this is gonna be so good. <laughs> Hey, welcome back to Tastemakers. Um, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, it's a golden week. We have Carmen McGee with the Golden Fort Wayne. Thanks uh, for having me. Thanks for being on. So how's life since opening this joint? Well, it's calmed down. Um, the first, I would say, three months were complete insanity. Yeah. Um, it's just a like blur. Um, and then we kind of settled into a routine and now we're about nine months in. Our first year anniversary will be June 3rd. Yeah. And um, we're good. It's, good. it's been fun. It's been life-changing. Yeah. Um, challenging, um, but really a blast. It's awesome to be downtown. Yeah. And um, it's been good. Good. Yeah. Now, you, when you uh, kind of started this venture, I remember seeing you in between there every now and then. And you guys didn't really do anything for a year, is that right? Or as you were leaving one and kind of starting Well, this? our last days at Dequeez ended on December 31st, 2015. Mm -hmm. And then we were doing some pop-ups and basically building this place for the first six months of 2016. Mm -hmm. So we opened June 3rd. We had some soft openings um, mid-May, beginning of May. Now these pop-up, these were the things that like fancy and staple, just like kind of yeah. going making drinks and mm -hmm. all that. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so I should back way up. That's fine. The Golden started as a pop-up. Just basically, we're like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if there were cocktail parties and chefs made drinks, like chef chefs make you know, menu items like food. Mm -hmm. And so that's where the whole golden idea started. Mm -hmm. And the concept was pop-up bars. Did, did it start because like you wanted to do something different or like, um, you know what I mean? I mean, or you wanted to be a little more creative or yeah, just I mean, I think culture? For Aaron and Sean, they were looking to do something really fun, uh -huh. really exciting, um, trying to blow Fort Wayne up, yeah. really just get Fort Wayne excited about things. Mm -hmm. And um, doing that actually worked. And, uh, you know, I told them they couldn't do it without me. <laughs> they need me, right? Right. Um, so then what was, to your, organize. what was your role kind of in doing that? Um, basically, like, organization and doing things like, oh, gosh, I don't know. Just, you know, they're the creatives. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like the admin side of it okay. like i'll do everything else and they can just create mm -hmm. and i'll promote it and i'll you know make the tickets and all that kind of stuff so yeah i mean but you are kind of a recognizable face i mean people come in here and like where's carmen that's funny yeah that's true yeah i do feel guilty if i'm not here for really? sure yeah so would you feel like this is your first home and your residence is your second home 
Gosh, that's a good question. Um, I think they're, I feel at home in both places. Yeah. Um, but I definitely feel at home here. And I mean, if I'm gone a day or a night um, and I miss people, I do feel bad. I mean, but yeah, it's home for sure. I mean, that's probably from a sense of passion though, for like serving people or yes. just kind of the culture of late yeah. night dining. I mean, I would say service, hospitality. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I've been doing this for so long. It's really in my nature. Okay. And I like, honestly, if, if you or any of my friends or anybody actually walks in the front door, I'm like, Hey, even if I'm way back here, I'm like, <laughs> hi, I'm just like, so happy to see, I'm just yeah. so happy to see somebody, now, you know? Was it always like that, even before you kind of like worked at Just the Quee and like was when oh, you were gosh. a kid, were you super friendly like that? Probably, yeah, yeah probably. So it was just carried over and this kind of became the natural course? I think maybe it has. That is interesting way to look at it, but yeah, probably. I'm always happy to see people and I just like being with friends, you know yeah. what I mean? And like every day at lunch or dinner, I feel like I'm with a bunch of friends. It's like you're having a bunch of people over for dinner. Yeah, it yeah. is. And I really like to make people happy and serve them wine or cocktails. And, you know, obviously Sean and Aaron are really into food. So I know- I've heard the stories of Sean cooking I know they got, I, I know they've got that down. So I'm never worried about how the food part's gonna go. Yeah. But you know, service is very important and um, I really want people to love the Golden. Mm -hmm. I, I want people to come in here and feel comfortable and just want to come back, you know? So when you were doing the design of the restaurant and all that, was that kind of at the forefront of your mind? How can we make this place super dope or like yes. a place where people want to come and enjoy? For sure. We had so many ideas. So many ideas. Sean's big idea was this giant marble bar. Yeah. And it came to fruition. It wasn't easy. No. My ideas were the chairs. I had to have these. I had to have these null chairs. I mean, I had to have them. Yeah. It was crazy. And so there are certain things that we all really wanted. Aaron wanted that Heston suite, the big mm -hmm. stove. Um, we all wanted the wine wall. And it just all kind of came together. And, we just wanted Fort Wayne to be spoiled by a beautiful restaurant that was accessible. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you don't, I don't know, you don't have to have a million dollars to come in here. You can come in here and have a burger and fries and chicken wings. That's what I like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. or you can have um, a glass of wine and a steak. Mm -hmm. It's it's really everything that we were trying to go for. We just, we want, we want Fort Wayne to love downtown and yeah. love the Golden. Yeah, I mean, I know, I mean, we kind of have it here. You got some $2 Box beer, beer on the menu. Right. And then you got your fancy wine over here. Right, and on Fridays, it's a dollar. I mean, it's a dollar. Yeah. You could have 20 beers for 20 bucks. Not that you would, but you know what I mean? <laughs> With some people, maybe. With a group of people, you could, <laughs> yeah. you know? So yeah. it's, it's an accessible place with just a beautiful building. So then do you think that by offering both the highs and the, not really the highs and lows, but kind of the burger all the way up to this fancy steak yeah. or fresh caught fish, 
is it kind of creating a new vibe or a new dining culture down here? Well, we hope so. Yeah. I mean, that is absolutely the point. And so this is our first winter. We weren't sure how that was going to go. Mm -hmm. um, we have a lot of farms, but we have one real specific farm growing for us. And they've been growing over the winter in, you know, covered beds. Yeah. And so Just for you. Mm -hmm. Nice. Hawkins. Okay. Amazing. Hawkins. Um, so we're getting greens out. all year. We're getting, um, you know, a lot of root vegetables, some potatoes, onions. I mean, it's funny because people come in here at lunch and they're like, well, no lunch, we have salad. 86 that. Uh, at dinner, people want salad or greens. Yeah. And we're like, well, you know what? We don't have a lot of greens left. We're holding it for lunch. And okay. they're like, you know, well, why don't you have greens? Well, because there aren't a lot of greens growing right now. Yeah. It's a hard concept for people to get because in our day and age, we get whatever we want. Yeah. I mean, you just go to the store and buy it. Do you think that it's kind of taking the high road though by doing it the way that you're doing it or yeah kind of revolutionizing the way that food and eating and it's taking the high road and it's hard to take the high road aren't good things typically hard i guess that's true yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i love the story okay when my mom was pregnant with me this is 1970 yeah. um she always tells this story and she's like you know, I craved watermelon when I was pregnant with you. And I was like, so why couldn't you have watermelon? She's like, well, it wasn't in season. You couldn't get watermelon. I'm like, why not? Well, you couldn't get watermelon if it was out of season, you know? Yeah. And so we're just trying to go back to that. Like, just try to eat what you can eat where you can get it instead uh -huh. of flying it from Argentina or, you know. Freezing it for months. Yeah, okay. I mean. You know, same with you know, all of our meats and eggs and everything. And I'm not trying to say anything's bad about that, but yeah. we are really trying and actually doing it. Mm -hmm. We are actually doing it. Well, I think you're succeeding on, at least on some level, because I know for me personally, when I go to the grocery store, I don't want to go to the frozen section. I want to go to the, you know, the fresh foods. Yeah. And, and even that, I want to go to a grocery store that's going to sell stuff that's from a farm or go to the farmer's market downtown. Yes. So, well, farmer's markets are the best places to go. And mm -hmm. we go to them a lot too, mm -hmm. especially over the winter. We're like just grabbing whatever we can grab. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's perfect, yeah. perfect way to do it. I mean, so clearly you're, I mean, changing the restaurant culture, but also kind of impacting people how they cook at home, which is amazing. I mean, we, we hope so. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I hope people get it. Not everyone does, but that's how it is, you know? Um, did you grow up that way? Is that kind of, your parents instilled that in you? No. Was it when you met Aaron? It's like, oh, we need to do this. Um, I would not even say that. I think Aaron and I even grew up the same way. Like we were super normal and, but oddly we we're very similar. We're both only children. Mm -hmm. um, so am I. Are you? Yeah, I'm an only child. And my best friend Kim is also an only child. What the frick? Crazy. Yes. So we, I, I would imagine like you were very independent Yep. and very self-sufficient. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So driven a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Driven competitive. Are you competitive? Uh, Aaron competitive. Right. Yeah, that's fair. So, um, no, I mean, I think the way we ate was just super normal. We, yeah. we had really normal dinners. Um, 
but like Aaron, I think um, his mom was a single mom. Um, she worked a lot. I think he just ended up cooking a lot for himself. I mean, it's not a sob story. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, what well, you do. Right? Reality. Get home after school, you make something for yourself. Um, but when we worked, we started at Dequeez together in like uh, 2000. Mm-hmm. And I think even at Dequeez at that time, um, there was nothing revolutionary happening there. We had an awesome executive chef. Um, she was very renowned in the city and she was doing good things. Um, she left, Aaron took over. Fast forward to Eshelman starting a farm and that's when it all happened. Yeah. You know, they started this farm, they started this vegetable garden um, and that's when the real farm to fork started to happen. Which was probably something like 2000, I don't know, five or six. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They started raising their own cattle, eventually got their own pigs. Um, I mean, everything, we started sourcing everything out of the garden. And we, would, we would stuff at the garden on the way into the restaurant and use the, you know, use the stuff. It was, yeah. that's, that's how it happened. The mentality. Yeah. 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 So now you mentioned you guys kind of started at Joseph Dequee together. Yes. Were you guys married at this point? Is that how you met? Or like... No, we... I, mean, I don't want to get super personal. But no, uh, actually, just... so we met at Paula's. I was a server. On Main over here? Paula's on Main. Oh, wow. Still love it. Love Paula's. It's like your go-to? Oh, God, love it. Um, Aaron was a line cook. Yeah. I was a server. Um, the executive chef of Joseph Dequee's, her husband worked at Paula's. Okay. And he's the one that turned us on to Dequeez. He's like, hey, this place is gonna open to the public. Right now it's a private little club uh-huh. and you guys might wanna check it out. So we both went down, applied. I applied for a server, he applied for a line cook. Yeah. We got the job. We both started on the same day. Really? Yeah, same day, it was like, I don't know, July 29th, 2000. Um, we got married a couple years later. No, were you dating when you guys started? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, so we met, met at Paula's, we were dating. We got married in my parents' backyard. Okay. Um, big tent and all that, and then had reception at Joseph Dequeen's. Nice. And then fast forward 15 years later, we quit Joseph Dequeen's on the same day. We started and quit on the same day, 15 years. That's nuts. It's crazy. That's nuts. I know. It's crazy. But it worked, so. So is it... I mean, has it been a fun ride, like kind of going through Justice yeah. Queen together and then obviously mm-hmm. having kids while you're there and yep. now it's, you're a mom and yep. you're starting this? Yes. Uh, I mean, Joseph Tequiz was a lot of fun for us and it was a huge growing period. I mean, imagine 15 years of your life, mm-hmm. how much you're going to grow. Yeah. I mean, let alone get married, have kids. Um, it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. We, we met a million people. Uh, the owners were great. Um, we learned so much. Um, so much then, about food or just so, so much, much about, about food, life? about life, about people, about wine, about catering, about weddings. <laughs> uh, we just, you know, it was a lot, a lot, but it was great. So then how many kids do you have now? Two. Two? And I'm assuming no more. No. Don't want to adopt any of that. No more infants. Oh, Lord, no. Um, So when kids came into play, did that kind of throw 
a monkey wrench in there of like, hey, you're working late nights doing this cooking and serving thing, but yes. you got kids to take care of. And um, yeah, I mean, and it you're was. Working yeah. Late and you're pregnant. Well, we work a lot. I worked um, when I was pregnant with Zoe, who's my 13 year old. She's my older That's fun. baby. Um, I worked up until the day my water broke at Joseph DeQuise. Aaron was in the kitchen and I said, it was night, it was late at night, maybe 11 o'clock. And I said, hey, my water broke. And he's like, <laughs> and, he, and he left, he left and he went home. And I was like, what are you doing? He's he like, left well, you there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I closed the restaurant and I went home and I got home. All the lights in the house were on. And he's like frantically like <laughs> gathering. I'm like, what are you doing? We have to go to the hospital. He was like, okay. And I was like, but I don't feel that bad. So we stopped at Walgreens, we got, Magazines, Are you candy, serious? yeah. Just kind of leisurely. Paced. We did, we did. That's hysterical. I know. And then we got to the hospital, and they're like, "Well, we'll put you in a room over here and wait," you know. So mm -hmm. it was all good. So then when you it's had, hilarious though. It's pretty. I've never heard that. It's but. funny. So when you had Zoe, and then you had Luca, right? Luca was two years later. Okay. Yeah. So then trying to raise kids while working in this industry, I'm assuming that presents a few challenges as far as it was challenging being able to get time. Um, I tell you, my mom and I live in the same neighborhood mm -hmm. and she lives literally like one, two, three, four houses around a kind of like this. Yeah. She lives here and I live here. Nice. Um, and my mom has raised my kids probably as much as I have. Do you I think mean, that that's because your mom has raised your kids as much as you have? Is that kind of lessen the connection with them or do you still feel like oh no i think it's i think it's more of a family connection because it's all of us you yeah. know i mean i love that she's a huge part of their life mm -hmm. i really value that and so is my stepfather until he died um, a few years ago but i mean they took care of the kids they i mean it's i feel so lucky yeah. i mean i could have never in a hundred million years have done what I have done and neither could have Aaron without my mom yeah. no way no way I mean like Luca tonight is over at her house right now mm -hmm. and she still is driving them around they're 11 and 13 now I mean yeah. she's driving them around she's picking them up she's doing everything they spend the night when we have late nights Luca can you just go over to grandma's I'm gonna be really late yeah she just walks over awesome. you know it's amazing, I'm telling you. So then when you don't work the late nights and you guys get to go on a family vacation, do you value that time that much more? Mm, or yes. Or is it just kind of like going through another day or like do you set aside time, I guess is what I'm asking. Oh, like really yeah, yeah. invest in each other. We do. Time with each other. Yes. You mean me and the kids? You and the kids, you, Aaron, the kids, like yeah. go on a trip, just kind of get away from we this do. whole scene. And we just, do. So our first trip, so we opened the Golden June 3rd, 2016. Our first trip together mm -hmm. will be in a couple weeks. We're going to LA. Wow. Mm -hmm. So you've been that busy. Oh yeah. Really... Well, no, we went to Michigan for two days okay. as a family, the four of us. Yeah. Yeah. So for that's two not days. like two days <laughs> off isn't really much of a vacation. No, but we were really happy about it. Yeah, I would bet. <laughs> yeah. We're Where, like, are you going in LA? Where are you going in LA? Well, well, we're going to go everywhere, but we have friends that live um, at the beach in Redondo. We're going to stay with them. Um, but I used to live in L.A. Really? Right after I graduated high school, I went to IU and I mean, I went to IU. Uh -huh. yeah. 
You, you did on extracurriculars? You know, I passed sailing, so I know how to sail. Uh, so I came home and then I just needed to really think outside the box. Home here? Came back to Because you were born and raised here, right? I was, okay. yeah. I went to Concordia High School, uh-huh. yep. And then went off to IU and did went sailing? Went to IU, passed sailing, yeah. came home, moved to LA and... Um, Why'd you go to LA? Uh, I had some friends there and it seemed really appealing to me. Um, what Cal- was appealing about? California, yeah. just California, period. It's a fun place. And it's awesome. Yeah. Um, and so we had a lot of fun. I got a job in a diner in Beverly Hills. I worked Ooh. there for five years. Yeah, and um, we traveled the whole world. Really? Yeah. So you just took some time and like you and your friends just went and traveled places. We did. We got things. you know. So I'm 19, and I I landed this job. I don't even know how. I lied to them and told them I had serving experience, which I didn't. Um, but I knew I could do it. Yeah. And they hired me and I made a ton of money oh, as a Beverly kid Hills. Beverly Hills yeah. South Beverly Drive and so you used all that to just go see the world so and- we would just sock our money away and then um, get our shifts covered for like two weeks at a time and we went to Mexico went to Canada we'd go skiing we took um, five weeks off and went to Europe mm-hmm. I mean it was really an awesome life uh, but it also got very expensive and I got a little older, um, you know, I was like 25 and thinking, well, I need to do something new and I'm going to move home and save money. Yeah. Well, I moved home and I met Aaron. So, <laughs> right. And then, blah, which isn't blah. a bad thing. No, it's awesome. No, it's great. Yeah. Cool. So what so was the a quick backstory? Quick, well, real quick then, what was the, your favorite place that you've gone? Like, where would you recommend to go oh. in the world? Oh my gosh. My favorite city in the world is probably London. I should say Paris, right? But I mean, it's probably, I love London, Mm -hmm. but I also love like all the little tiny towns in Italy. You know, I mean, it's not the big cities, but the appealing places are like the big museums and you know. But would you say you kind of like more of the off the beaten path? Type of cities? Probably now I would. Mm-hmm. Then I would probably like the bigger places. Fair. But yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, we're glad you came back to Fort Wayne. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am too. I love it here. Good. I mean, I absolutely love it here. And I worked downtown. I worked at the Dash Inn. I mean, we're Fort Wayne people for cool. sure. Yeah. Did you start getting involved in the city a little bit? Because I know, I mean, we've done a couple of neighborhood <sighs> events together. Um, I mean, not really involved with the city. I just really like Fort Wayne. And, um, you know, Andrew, NeighborLink, is Mm -hmm. another CrossFit connection. He's, uh, you know, I just wanted to do things for them. And that's how that happened. So then let's let's talk about this CrossFit thing. (laughs) Okay. What what is this CrossFit thing? Like, is it just you wanting to be healthy? Is it you wanting to set an example? Okay, so I found out about CrossFit through uh, chef at Joseph Dequeez. Mm-hmm. He now owns Junk Ditch. So okay. Andrew Smith um, turned me on to CrossFit. He brought me this video one day. We we're working and he's like, check this out. It was Annie Thor's daughter doing Fran. Yeah. And I was like, and she's doing like these kipping pull-ups. And I was yeah. like, what is that? I said, no, I could never do that. Yeah. Not happening. And he goes, you should just come try it. I really think that you would like this because he and I had been running together and biking together and triathlons and stuff. 
He's like, uh, this is something competitive that I think you'd enjoy. And I was like, well, okay, I'll try it. Free Wait, friend so Friday. Time out. Are you competitive? Yes, I am very competitive. So you tried this CrossFit deal? Yeah. So I went to like Free Friend, friend Friday or like Saturday or something, and um, just instantly fell in love. Like instantly. What about it? Um, I, I guess probably the variation of movements, things that I had never done before, had never even heard of, wall balls, yeah. did, you know, we did, I had never picked up a barbell in my life. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people have, you know, in high school, we never like squatted or anything like that. And so I'd never done barbell movements, which mm -hmm. were very intriguing to me. And just the entire mix up of CrossFit. And then also, Everyone's working together, yeah. but also against each other. So it's kind of this weird dynamic if you're competing, yeah. but you're also supporting. Yeah, like so cool, like super fun. Like, what is this? And so you still do it today, right? I do. So five years later, yeah. yes. And I met friends on that very day that I'm still friends with Sean really? Sullivan. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Sherry Van Zunum, oh, so many. The very first day, yeah. Mallory. Yeah, and you're still like this. Yeah. That's awesome. It's and amazing to me. It, the community to me is crazy. And, you know, how did we meet? We met through CrossFit. How did ever, you know, there's... Yeah. I'm pretty sure this whole set, minus give or take. Is CrossFit. Yeah. I know. So... Um, People call it a cult, but it's not. It's not? <laughs> no, I'm sure it isn't. Whatever. So you still compete even today. I mean, you're injured, I think is what you said, but I have a little back problem going yeah. on, but um, I'm still hoping to compete in the future. And you know, I, I do love to compete. So is it kind of a competitive outlet for you? For sure. For sure. Yeah. So I remember, I think you and I did a NeighborLink uh, night moves race together. Oh, you think we did? Oh, I know we did. <laughs> oh, did I it start did. over here at JK McDonald's? It did start over here at JK. <laughs> and what happened to you? You got lost? Yes. What's the story here? Okay, Remind so, me. well, you know, I think that was one of the first ones. Mm -hmm. And those races are in the dark, yep. called Night Moves. Yep. And so we're just trying to follow this route, and they had cyclists trying yeah. to, you know, help you where to go. But me and two other guys, Sankofa was one of them, mm -hmm. um, got lost. And so we ran probably... When you were in first place, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Hmm. <sighs> So we ran four blocks too many uh -huh. to the south, I guess, and then looped back around. Everyone's like, no, you're going the wrong way. Turn around. We looped back, went through the parking garage, crossed the finish line, and then I went home. I called my mom. Yeah. I called my mom on the way home. I was like, this is ridiculous. I can't even talk about it. I don't even want to. I, I got to go. She's like, why did you call me? I'm, I don't know. <laughs> but you're like, but I remember I was wearing my Metcons, and you're yeah. like, why are you wearing your Metcons? And I was like, yeah. it doesn't matter, shoes, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. You're, uh, I, I just remember you being pretty, uh, pretty pissed I off. I was so mad, which is crazy because who cares? Yeah. But it's the competitive nature. Right. Like, it's this fun little Fort Wayne race that's just supposed to raise money mm -hmm. and got all nuts about it. But then kind of come full circle, you did come back around and you finally won a race. I did. Later. I won like the Christmas race at the Frankie Park. Which was super fun. That was my favorite. That was really do. hard. It was super fun. God, it was, yeah, it was neat. And then even more of a full circle, you guys hosted one, right? 
Yeah, we did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then uh, kind of being able to give back a little bit. For sure. That was great. And um, Andrew said that that was one of their biggest races. Good. Yeah. So he had everyone run uh, the final lap was did you run that one i did run that one so all the way up the garage it, it was and i terrible. held the door open for everyone to the roof yeah big smiling face when we're all dead <laughs> i was like good job guys but no that was a really fun race I, I that really was a neat it. route yeah and then coming down here and hanging out after and yep we had like the uh uh night moves shot it was like a blue shot oh yeah with a boxer beer yeah oh yeah yeah that was yeah, like yeah. the reward for everyone so awesome mm -hmm. so then uh because you gave back to Andrew a little bit, are you, do you kind of make a conscious effort to give back? Because, you, I mean, you sit on the board at a local pool. Um, I mean, everything you're saying, you really want to give back to the city. Well, you know, we do live here, and I have kids here, and we enjoy Fort Wayne. Yeah. And obviously, I want to support everything in Fort Wayne, and we, you know, we do eat local all the time, and swim local, and try to help our friends. Yeah, for so then, sure. Uh, for people that are trying to start things or like the up and coming generation that really want to retain that local quality, I mean, that you love, I love. Yeah. Like what would be, cause you've been through the ringer, you've gone through all these different things. What would be a piece of advice you give to somebody wanting to really do local well? I would probably say, okay. So a good example of that would be, um, Bo Gonzalez from Bravas. Start small. Start small. And be smart about like your investment. Because he started, this is Bravas hot dogs. Yeah. He started with a hot dog cart downtown in Fryman Square. A hot dog cart. And now he's got a rail shop, a truck. He's about to open two restaurants on the landing. I mean, he's blowing up. He's going to be huge in this city. Well, he is already huge. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Bravo. yeah, Bravo, exactly. Yeah. So my advice would be start small, be realistic mm -hmm. and um, don't lose hope because even though there's a lot of support out there, there are a lot of negative mm -hmm. things happening. You know, everybody loves to hate Anya, you know, give you bad reviews, crush you in the media, whatever. I mean, we've been really lucky. We get a lot of good press, but obviously we're not telling people about all the crappy phone calls we get and all the mean emails we get. I mean, we're never going to advertise that. Like, right. you know, so here's the thing. Stay positive, start small, do what you can, be brave every day just if that's what you want to do do it and i mean you have to be nice and be positive i guess so kind of segue then do you think that the next generation when it comes time for you and aaron to pass the torch uh to the next generation of fort wayne it's like 100 years from now still do you think <laughs> do you trust the people that are your kids age to kind of keep carrying the city forward do you think we yeah, have a bright future as a I city i do i do um, that's looking really way forward, but I mean, the next generation, um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like the people that we're catering to right now, like people in their twenties and thirties mm -hmm. and forties, um, 
I mean, I think they're the ones that are so invested in seeing something cool happening in Fort Wayne. Yeah. So I think definitely they'll carry it on. Yeah. You know, I, well, mean, I mean, I think that's, that's really kind of the next step. Yeah. I think Fort Wayne is just starting. Yeah. I mean, it's just we're like the, the very bottom ground here. It's going to be nutballs. Awesome. Yeah. I hope it is. It's coming. I mean, everything's building. There's a huge building next door, tons of new living space. It's, I mean, there's no doubt. Awesome. Yeah. So let's wrap this whole thing up. Um, you've been all over the world, right? No, Traveled. but I've been some places. You've been enough. Lived in LA, came yes. back, all that. Yes. Started a restaurant in downtown Fort Wayne. Yes. Why do you love Fort Wayne? Like, why why Fort Wayne? You know, it's a really good question. I don't know, because Fort Wayne is so, it's just tight. Um, I like my people. I like my friends. I like the community. Um, not saying you can't find that elsewhere, but uh, I like my mom. <laughs> I really love having my mom here. I can't say it too many times, but it's so what does that mean it means family right mm -hmm. so it's it's family and friends and i hate to also say this again but crossfit has been really uh huge for me um five years ago before crossfit i was big into triathlons it's a real singular sport you know, you're always training alone, you're swimming in the water alone, you're running alone, you're on your bike alone. And CrossFit is complete opposite. It's all about friends, community, what we were talking about earlier. You suffer together. Yeah. You, you know, you, it's just- it breaks down barriers almost when you suffer together. I think it does actually. I mean, I really never um, experienced anything like, like it ever. Um, and I met, just so many good friends. Mm -hmm. I, I really never had a lot of friends. I mean, it's, I wasn't sad about it. I just never had a lot of friends. Yeah. Um, I was always entertaining people in the restaurant, but. But never like a tight knit community. Outside the restaurant. Yeah, yeah and it's. Um, so ultimately, if you had. So the, in that way, Fort Wayne has really, you know, it's, I just love being here. I, it's great. It's family. It's inexpensive there are a lot of um, stylish people here things are happening the art scenes on it I mean it's it's really just taking off and I love it here awesome. I, I do awesome so um, kind of without further ado then since you really do love this city and we appreciate you and everything that you've done for the city starting the golden um, being a good role model above all else um, being a great mom everything that we've talked about so you about, think so i think i don't know all the ins and outs but oh yeah, i we, am a great mom we really appreciate you and everything that you've done uh, so we made you this shirt and essentially have dubbed you a local tastemaker oh, i love it so hopefully awesome. you can wear it proud i'll wear love it. it i will wear it to the gym Wear it with your family. I love it. Wear it here. Um, ah, love it. Thank we you. We can't thank you enough for the culture thank that you've you. been creating in the city. Well, it's been a pleasure, and uh, it's great to meet you through CrossFit. Yeah. And um, just 
you know, your project that what's happening that you're doing is amazing. Thank you. And I think this is just another great thing about Fort Wayne. Like, look what you're doing. I mean, this is awesome. Another cool thing happening. So good job. Thank you. Good job, John. Thanks. Yeah. Done. <laughs> cool. We're good. I'll carry you, so got you, say baby I love you.